Welcome to the Tree My Dog Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening. Time to start. Welcome to the Tree My Dog Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Jeff, let's go ahead and get started talking about our weekend hunting. Um, I'll start. I went more than you, I think. Yes, you did. What, we went one night. Uh, I just took the puppy. Uh, Austin Bland come with us. He's a new guy that started hunting with us this week. He's got a little walker jip. Um, we didn't do no good that night. It was mm-hmm. hot. God, it was hot. Made about a 500-yard walk. Yeah, puppy didn't do nothing. He went out and made a big circle and come back. Crank, um, crank went on a road trip. Crank went on a road. He did make a tree though. Yeah, he did do that. And I'm gonna say if we had a thermal, we would would have found that coon because yeah. uh, when we got in there, uh, there was uh, two other dogs on the tree. Yes. Who was it? Trigger and Lucy. Yes. Yeah, they come in from the other side of the lease where Jared and John were hunting and come in. Or they were there first, Crank come in, or Crank was there and they come in. We don't know who was there first, whatever, but we didn't see a coon. I'm sure there was one there. It was a leafy tree and... A lot of underbrush. A lot of underbrush. We shined and squalled and squalled and shined and never seen nothing. Uh, I ain't saying there wasn't no coon there, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I went. Um, I went more than you, I think. I went couple other nights i took boy out by himself one night kind of just went back to basics with him didn't even cut him off the leash just walked him around the woods a little bit let him sniff and smell just let him be a a puppy on the leash and uh he went out and smelled trees and i took him to a pond levee and uh let him sniff around the backside of it and just gonna go back to basics with him i think start making drags and just doing what you're supposed to do with a puppy. Yeah, I'm about to I'm gonna set a couple traps out in the morning. I, I do need a live coon. If anybody out there listening, get me a live coon in the next week. Just just let me know. Hit me up on the Facebooks and. Well, I, I plan on setting uh, two traps out tomorrow. I, we need some coons. Yeah, cause I need a uh, Daisy. I definitely need to get her on a live coon again. And yeah. Work yeah, with I, some more drag on her. I need a live coon. I'm not going to turn it loose. I'm going to actually work with him in the yard. I ain't going to take him out none this week. I got We got a hunt next Saturday night. I'm going to try to get Briar another win. Um, I went Thursday night. Charlie McPherson and Jordan Brown come down and hunted with us. Um, Charlie brought Deuce and Junebug brought Charlie down. Because uh, the dog's loose, Charlie went out there and struck and treed one. Briar and Charlie the dog went right-handed and went out there and struck. And Charlie crossed the highway, got over there on the other side of the highway and treed one. Going into Charlie's tree, Briar come treed about, oh, he was 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 from us. Got him treed in. Went over there and looked at Charlie's coon with Junebug. Carried him back to the truck. Got uh, over there to Briar. He was treed. We went to his tree. He got uh, had to cross a creek on a sketchy log. It was always fun. Um, got over to his tree. He had two up the tree he was in, uh, and there was a kitten and a little bitty sapling just right behind him. I could have reached up and grabbed this little kitten. He he wasn't big as nothing. But, uh, yeah, Briar, we, we looked, wound up looking at six coons all together with all the dogs that night. Charlie had a single. Deuce had two singles briar had that double and we seen that kitten which is for where we're hunting at was a pretty good night i mean you know where we was yeah uh deuce's second tree was across the road tracks over where crank ended up with trigger and lucy the other night yeah so i'm gonna say they had a coon there the other night uh charlie said he looked at both his deuce's coons um austin's, austin's little female was with us I didn't really ask him how she done, but she stayed with Deuce most of the night, so she might have learned something. Uh, yeah. Then we went to Mariana. Yes. Mariana hunt last night, which was Saturday night. Uh, I didn't do no good. Jeff, you wound up with plus points, I think, didn't you? Yeah, I ended up uh, 25 plus. 
Should have had more, but Cranky, uh, <clears throat> he's got a few flaws. He's starting a show now. He's wanting to come come into a tree that's already been closed. And like the first one, just take it for instance. He took he went to that tree after the, I can't remember what dog it was, but dog was to declare a tree. Crank was right there, but Crank would never. He went to. I'm gonna say he hit the tree, but then he just took off and he went probably about another 300. And when we got probably about 70 yards, I hear Crank coming through the woods and he hit that tree and got up, hammered down, treed on it, but tree was already closed all right and so i ended up taking minus points on that yep then we turn which we found a coon then uh so the other two dogs i believe that yeah i think there was two other dogs on it i can't remember i know one of them got plus points i can't remember if the other one did or not then uh turn loose again we uh went and scored another dog he had a coon. By this time, we cut him loose, back loose. I struck, and we had Crank and another dog treat again. Got there, found the coon, so that kind of helped me out, put me back in the plus points. Didn't want to do the same thing again, and went to a tree with a dog on it that had already closed, and took minus points there, but I still I had enough enough plus points to keep me in the plus points at the end of the hunt that was good so well my hunt didn't fare near as well as that i wound up withdrawing with about 35 minutes left in the hunt because it was a 90 minute hunt and it i don't know what happened where it was at it was in decent looking woods but the coons wasn't moving or they just wasn't there it took us 54 minutes to tree the first coon and Briar wasn't doing much nothing. He was opening on the track a little bit, boo-hooing around out there, blue-ticking. And he come into the tree. Of course, he took 75 minus on his strike points and uh, had 36 minutes left, give or take a minute or two there. And uh, I know Briar, in, in, in bad conditions like that, he'd have to treat two coons to, to win that hunt, and there wasn't no way he was going to do that in 30 minutes. So I just withdrew and we just come to the truck. It was just, it was just better that way. I wasn't no need staying out. It was where we was at. It was hot. There wasn't no wind blowing. We were down in this big old, I don't know, big old valley. I guess supposed to be flatland up there. We walked up a hill half a mile. I swear, <laughs> it was horrible. But so I withdrew him. We went back to the clubhouse. And on the way back to the clubhouse, I got to watch the. Last five minutes of the Pro Sport $100,000 hunt last night. So congratulations to Randy Smith, John Strickland, and John Josh Sizemore on that win with Lone Pine Bella, $100,000 dog. It'd be nice to win $100,000 right about now, don't you think, Jeff? Yeah, it would. So, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Speaking of winners. Congratulate Brittany Lockie. She won our very first ever... Treat My Dog podcast giveaway. Yes. From got, South Carolina, I believe, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So that's awesome. And uh, I want to say congratulations and thank you to Jay Lash with Lego Creek Kennels and Blinds or Blinds and Kill. I might have got that wrong. Either but, way, I think it's good. Uh, thank you, Jay, for your generous donations for the two hats and the collar that was also in the giveaway there at the last surprise and uh that was really awesome we plan on doing more yeah we'll we'll probably try to do another one maybe next month we'll see how things go see if we can afford to do some more uh definitely want to thank jay for his contribution and uh if you ain't listened to his podcast it come out last week was it last week last week was jay's yeah it was last week we'll go last week uh, Jay was on. He did a good interview with him. So just uh, happy got- to uh, happy to have him on and uh, his okay. donations. Lego Creek Blinds and Kennels. If you need a good kennel, go see Jay. Yeah, He's in Fordyce. Look him up on Facebook. 
Yeah, it's on Facebook. I'll um, tell you right now, that new one just come out with, that is a sweet kennel. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a nice kennel. So, we got an interview this week. Jeff, uh, Mr. Barry McCune was nice enough to sit down with us this week and talk about his uh, stories and coon hunting. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get into that, and we'll come back and finish this thing up. And I got yes, a little sir. rant I want to go on after Barry, and uh, we'll just uh, get into that here shortly. All right, Jeff, today on the podcast, we have Mr. Barry McEwen. Barry, how are you today? Man, I'm great, guys. Appreciate y'all uh, including me in this uh, podcast deal. Uh, it's a, it's an honor on my part. I'm glad you're here Uh uh, really glad you're here with us, Barry. I've been wanting to talk to you about it, uh, get you on here since we started. So uh, it's kind of a pleasure for me. So, so Barry, well, I, I, yeah. Uh, about when and how did you get started in the coon hunting? I've been I've been coon hunting now for about 35 years, and it's a uh, it's it's kind of a wild story about how I got started coon hunting. I, my grandfather was a coon hunter, and I never was really. I deer hunted and stuff. I never was really a coon hunter. And uh, I was probably 19 or 20 years old. And my cousin, Todd Owens, he was a coon hunter. I'm seven years older than him. He was a coon hunter. And he was just getting started. And we were both staying at my grandfather's house in the summertime. And uh, uh, he come in like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning in, in July one year and woke me up. And I was in bed asleep, and he woke me up, and, and I was like, I gave him a good fuss, and I fussed at him up one side and down the other for waking me up. <laughs> Told him how stupid it was for him to be. I said, man, what are you doing? Because he wasn't even old enough to drive. And I, and I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm out cooning. And I said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and you just have to know him. It went all over him. And he said, i tell you what, if you go with me tomorrow night and you still think it's stupid, then – then okay you're okay it'll just be stupid so <laughs> i said okay by golly i'll just do that so i went and i might have been that's been a lot of money that's been a lot of money <laughs> a long time ago we went got in on some kitten coons knocked one after the dog had a big fight got pups going and i've been hooked ever since i hadn't i haven't been with that was on uh, probably sometime during the middle of the week by the weekend i owned a dog that gum. I haven't been without one since. That escalated quickly then, yeah. huh? Escalated quickly. It did. <laughs> so it so, sure did. so what was that first dog? Uh it was a Walker dog. Uh I named him Creek Bottom Money Man. And I tried because I just didn't know it was my first coon dog, first hound dog I'd ever owned. And right. I, I tried every way humanly possible now that I know a little bit about it to mess that dog up. And he <laughs> And he still made a, he ended up making a grand night champion and won probably silver champion, maybe in PKC. And, and, uh, uh, and I look back now and I wouldn't fool with another dog like that now for nothing, probably because like when he was 10 months old, he would leave and run a deer and be gone for two or three days and, and come back home. He didn't know we lived way out country. He'd come back home, but that was the days before no shocking collars, no tracking collars, nothing. It took me five minutes to get ready to go hunting because i pick up a gun put my boot on the light on and go get the dog that's all it was to it a 22 and a compass and a light and that's it that'd be nice now yeah (laughs) it takes me 20 minutes to get ready to go coon hunting now but it's uh, people say hear people say all the time what's the good old days of this or the good old days of that we're in the good old days of coon hunting right now right the 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 dogs are better the the equipment's a lot better the hunting's actually better I mean, there's not as much, there's not as many big tracks of land, but still there's more coons. There's no, no market for them. So there's plenty of coons and people want you to help them out and get rid of them, you know? So it's for me, I like it better right now. than I did then, hmm. you know, but that, that he did end up making a really good dog. Old man made a really good dog. and We were really good buddies. And, uh, uh, I got a really good offer on him. What I thought was a really good offer at that time. And in 85, it probably was a really good offer, right. but I was, I love that dog so much. I told the guy I sold him to. I said, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell him to you because it's." I thought I never would be broke again, and uh, uh, I said, "But you got to get him before I get home." 
in fact, if he's still there when I get home, you're not going to get him. I'm just saying, <laughs> we were buddies. It was the only dog I owned. When I went, he went. That started when he was five months old. I started carrying him when he was five months old. And I drug coons around in cages all over. I drug them for 10 miles through, through the course of the time getting that dog going. But right. uh, uh, I hunted that dog in the state championship coon hunt, UKC state championship coon hunt at Mayflower, Arkansas, when he was 11 months old. And it seemed like I'd hunted him forever, but I started hunting him was five months old. He was all I had. So when I went, he went, you know, wow. but he made a pretty, he made a really, really nice dog, but he was a handful for a long time or right. a while. You know? right. But, uh, but yeah, that was the first one. And, and, uh, he was a really heavy, uh, Johnson's Danny boy bred dog and, right. and, and, and Finley river on the bottom side. And he was, uh, uh, he made a nice dog. His old daddy was a real reproducing dog, local dog. You hear about him all the time behind the barn dogs. That that yeah. his daddy was that dog, and you could breed him to anything and get tree dogs. And uh, I, I I did not realize that so much then as I do now. I should have bred everything I could get my hands on to that dog. Right. But uh, yeah. but yeah, anyway, that's some uh, blood you can't find no more hardly. Oh, it's it's none. His his daddy, old boss, was that dog's name. He his daddy was a direct son of johnson daddy boy and his mother was a granddaughter of johnson daddy boy so you know he, he was really heavy close to danny boy and danny boy was the first dog ever sold for ten thousand dollars and he wasn't a night champion or anything wow. and uh, nice. but uh but he uh that was a good bred dog and like i say he, uh, people we didn't we didn't realize we just knew we had coon dogs you know we went coon hunting that's all it was to it you know we mm. we didn't really oh I, then a lot more then than i do than I thought about now. Of course, back then the books were, they looked like the Sears wish book when they come in the mail, you know? Mm. And we, I just thought everything in that book was better than everything I had, you know, come find out it really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was the first one. Old man's the first one. And, uh, been a hundreds and hundreds of them since then. But, uh, but yeah, he was the first one got me started. And like I say, I hadn't hardly been out. I, Except for the little while I was like in barber school and stuff, I didn't have a dog then. But, but I've pretty much had one ever since then. I don't, I'm not without one very long. It's just a lot easier on me if I have one because if I don't have one, I'm looking for one. Right. So if I got one, I'll quit looking. You know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. I hunt five six nights a week, so it's yeah. handy for me to have one. Can you tell us a little bit about the area you hunt nowadays? Sure. Yeah, I I, I live less than 15 minutes from the gate of the white river national wildlife refuge so it's as good as there is oh, yeah. as good as it's as good as this state has to offer right. uh, it's some of everything we uh, but it's mostly bottom you know creek bottom river bottom ground and uh, and i i'm there's not very many just myself and a handful of other guys around here that coon hunt so you can it's if it's not deer season or turkey season or some duck season then you can pretty well hunt wherever you want to. I, I've only been told no one time in 30 something years of coon hunting that I, if I went and asked somebody and it wasn't some other season, if I went and asked them if I could hunt there, I've been told no one time and that's it. Wow. But wow. now if you don't ask and just go and don't ask and, and then they find out, well then people are mad, but yeah. you know, I, and, and rightly so it belongs to them. But yeah. I, now I'm to the point now when I'm at the bar shop, this time especially this time of year people are coming by all the time like hey go here come here kill some of them they're digging up my corn out of the ground and all you know uh so places to go is not a problem big tracks of land is a problem but i spot hunt a lot i'll turn him in tree coon move tree coon move tree coon. i do that and I, I do it you know four or five times a night so right well i've uh i've hunted out of the crockett's bluff club several yeah. times so I, I know what kind of what you're hunting over there which right Jeff's never been over in that part of the world coon hunting, uh -huh. like the, the crops and all that and stuff. Right. So. Probably the closest I've been, I went coon hunting White River Refuge one time. Yeah. Uh -huh. Probably about 2017. Yeah. Right. So he, he didn't get the, the benefit of hunting all the crops and all that. <clears throat> right. Here, shortly when the, the corn puts on, it's really good. Because the kitten coons will be out, oh, yeah. corn's everywhere, uh -huh. and it's, you know, it's like hunting in Iowa then. Man, yeah. that'd be awesome. It gets that way yeah. sometimes. I, I used to hunt a lot over here at Biomedo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it gets like that, like you're describing over there this time of year when all the crops around Biomedo start coming on. Right. You turn a dog loose and on Biomedo, it's on, most of the time it would stay, the dog would stay right on the edge of the field and the WMA. 
Oh, right yeah. Every tree you made was probably 10 feet or less from a field. Exactly. Yeah. Just... Those dogs learn that quick, too. Oh, they'll yeah. start skirting around the edges of the fields. They'll, oh, they'll yeah. skirt around there. They learn They learn right quick to where they pick them up. Hmm. But. I'd, lo- I'd love to be over there close enough to do that every night where you hunt out because y'all, y'all got the coons over there. We ain't got the population here no more like we used to. And they're not as, I'll tell you, they're not as thick right now as I've seen them before. There's been a little die off, but, but, but it's, that happens. If, if they get too thick, that happens all the time. Right. But, right. Uh, but now that's, you know, it, it's, it's still really good. I can't complain because I can leave here. When it gets dark, I'll leave the house and in 10 minutes, I'll be coon hunting. Man. And in less than, less than 15 minutes, he'll be struck somewhere. Wow. You know, what? Well, we gotta drive twenty minutes minimum just to, you know, just to cut to it go off. hunting, right? Just yeah. to go. It's a which I've got some about ten minutes from the house, but it's a small block, and and mm-hmm. I hunt a long legged walker dog just like you, and he ain't gonna stay in yeah. a small block very long. That's right, so. and I'm lucky enough to where uh, where I go, I can turn him loose, and I don't have to worry about. Oh my gosh, I hope he don't get over on this person, or I hope he don't. If he gets over here, I gotta work try to get him back because. I just turn him loose and go where he goes because I I can go I got permission to be all those other places right, and they, right. and people are wanting me to be there so I just go like it belongs to me. Wow, yeah, that that's neat. And I wish we had something like that around here. Mm-hmm. Here you got to fight deer hunters and, and you got to pay mm-hmm. lease fees and all that crap. It's just just mm-hmm. big old headache. Right. Well, it, I mean, it, I, during deer season, I hunt public ground a lot. Right. I do. I would go out of my way to not mess up what I have all the rest of the year. Yeah. You know, I don't rut up roads and I don't go where I'm not supposed to. If it's other, some other hunting season, I go somewhere else, you know, right. and, uh, uh, but man, I'm so blessed and fortunate to have just almost unlimited places to go. Man, that is, that is awesome. Um, it is. so what, have you always hunted Walker dogs or have you ever I had, predominantly, predominantly I through the years had a little bit of everything off and on. My grandpa told me a long time ago, a good one does not come in the wrong color. <laughs> And that's uh, that's the case. I like a good dog. I've heard people say, "Well, I like males, or I like females, or I like blue ticks, walkers, whatever." I like a good dog. Right. I don't really. And yeah, but yes, I, I'm I'm a walker dog guy. And an old coon hunter told me one time, "Whatever your first really good dog was, probably what you're gonna predominantly right. stay with." And that's right. the truth. And uh, so, and I know walker dog bloodlines. So, I, so that's what I stay with, you know. Right. But, but I've had I've had a couple of really good blue tick dogs that I really like. And, uh, but, uh, but they're few and far between, yeah, but, uh, they are, but um, my grandpa told me one time, a blue, t- a, a, two things, a good blue tick dog and a really good mule. If you have a good one of either one of them, they'll, they'll stay with you forever. He said, but of course he also said a mule lived 30 years just to get to kick you one time. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I hadn't, I've had a little bit of everything, but I'm out, but in my heart, I'm a walker dog guy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh. What can you tell us? What kind of hound type of hounds and everything you're hunting nowadays? Well, Rip's a little bit different than I've always hunted. I've always hunted a kind of a sneaky, not stone silent dog, but but they wouldn't open until they were going the right direction, and then they didn't open a whole lot, you know. Uh, but the, he's not that away. He's a first or second strike dog in any company. Uh, he's a little more trailing dog than I'm used to hunting, but but he. As he's gotten older, he's three now. Uh, he's a lot better tree dog than when he started out. And uh, there's been a time I wouldn't have put up with him, but his type, because I, I, I'd rather them tree. You know, I can knock them off a tree, but you can't melt them and pour them on more. Right. And, uh, but, uh, uh, but now he's, I've, I've stuck with him, and, he, and I've stuck with him for one reason, because he's got, he's all heart. He, it may not matter if he's doing something wrong or doing something right. It's going to be 100 miles an hour hard as he can go all the time. If he's not doing that, take him to the vet for something wrong with him. Right. And, but, but he's a trailer, more of a trailing type dog. Uh, he's not a crazy hunting dog, but he's a hard hunting dog. I mean, he'll go till he finds a coon, but he strikes a lot of coons within 200 yards of me or less. But, but he'll be, I mean, almost every night he, he's going to at some point in time be a mile, you know. But, uh, yeah, you just I, keep cut, you just keep cutting him loose, and eventually you're going to get that far. You yeah, know? I keep up with you on Facebook. Watch all your videos there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I he, try to. He's impressive. I try to pull. Uh, he 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 can be. He can also make me want to pull what little hair I got left out. <laughs> but but he's a dog, you know. I mean, he just but but more. But I would have gotten rid of him a long time ago if I didn't like him. 
and, and last time I checked, I had to buy the feed. So, right. uh, but, but he's, uh, he's a really good bred dog. He's, he's out of, uh, uh, Brendan Tony's old stylish Homer dog yeah. and his mama's Brendan's old, old bad V jip that's yeah. really reproducing. And she was a winner and, and well, Homer made the final four of the PKC world hunt two or three times. Oh yeah. You know, and, yeah. He was, and, he was coon dog. He got, he got Homer's mouth. He got, he, he did. He, he got his mama's size. He, he weighs 51 pounds in hard hunting shape, but he got Homer's mouth. Nice. Now, I've, I've uh, drew out with him one time. You, know, you come up yeah. to Sheridan hunted one time there, and I drew out I with him. And, That's uh, correct. He, he was nice. I, I liked him. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he, 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 he managed to win that cast that night. And then I, I, I had a goal. I don't go to a lot of hunts, but I wanted him to be PKC champion before he was three, and we did that. Right. And, uh, and uh, so, and I, I'm, I'm going to go to a UKC hunt Saturday night. I hadn't been to very many UKC hunts, but this tournament of champion things has got my attention. So I'm going to try to get five wins. Oh man, you know? $50,000 get gets everybody's attention. So it, it, it'll, it'll make you want to go a little bit more, you know, and, and, and what I see about that, that, that hunt on Facebook, it's first class. Everybody wants to be a part of something really fun. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. It's, it's, it's first class run, it looks like, and that just be a fun part, be something to be fun to be a part of, you know. Right. They roll the red carpet out and everything up there. They I, do. I, that's pretty cool. It's nice. I like it. Uh, I, I ain't been qualified. I'm on my way this year to get qualified for it, though. Um, mm -hmm. So, Saturday night, you going to Mariana? That, I'm going to Mariana, Gil. Yeah, good, I'm, going yeah. To, I'm going over there Saturday night. Well, I will see you there for sure. I'm okay. To, so. Good, um, good. So, when when you do pick out a pup, you know, say you got to go get another dog. What are you mm -hmm. going What are you going to look for in a pup? In a pup. Well, I uh, I like for the pup to pick me. You know, I like to go sit in amongst a litter of puppies, and one of them that I have to just keep knocking off of me. You know, will usually be the one I pick. But now, when I raise a litter of pups, a lot of times I let the public pick the thing. Right. whichever last one because i would not raise a litter if i wasn't confident about it right. you know and uh, uh so i usually let the last one that lives here, that's still here that's usually the one i keep start but uh unless it's just something i don't care for you know and, and you're gonna have that I, I raised a litter of pups a couple of years ago that there's several of them training their own coon but it was the, probably the worst cross i've ever made <laughs> and uh, uh but i mean there's, there's still some of them training coons but i just didn't care for them but uh uh you know, you want to, I'm going to always do, people have said, oh, I don't care what they look like and all this stuff. That's baloney, man. You let a guy come to your house, he'll pick the prettiest one every time. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to pick the pretty puppy first. It, a pretty one doesn't eat any more than an ugly one. They all <laughs> eat the same. And uh, uh, so, you know, I like pretty dogs. I have to go, I spend, you spend more time out there going, cleaning the pens out and looking at them than you do anything else. So it doesn't right. hurt them to look good. Yeah. And, but, uh. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I look for a bold pup. And I'm going to try to pick, I'm, if I'm going to go buy a pup from somebody, I'm just like anybody else. I'm going to buy one from winners, you know, right. uh, that, that I, I have a style, but, uh, but right. If you're just going to go buy a pup out of somebody, you, you just want to, you want to buy one from winners. And I try to, if I'm going to buy one, I try to buy one that both parents are, are proven producers and, and that both parents come from litters of coon dogs not just an you know a pup that's accidental but a, a whole that's where your reproduction come from from litters of coon dogs right yeah, yeah. but uh but yeah that's uh that's what i look for like most of, most of the time i raise my own I, and i don't raise very many i've got, I got a female here that i'm gonna breed and she comes in eat and and uh, i'm breeding her to uh stephen dunn's devil ants dog yeah, that'd be and, he, he's clicking pretty good right now too so. i've hunted i've hunted with ants several times and i could breed her to rip and i, I mean i probably will but uh uh ants is pretty hot and i'm not i'm i'm gonna breed her to ants and i'm gonna keep one but i'll sell all the rest of them and recoup some of my uh money i've got in buying her you know so uh uh but i like i like ants he's more of a the type dog i used to hunt he's a sneakier dog and really accurate and stay put stay tree uh, but uh but I, I like ants and he's so far gonna be looks like he's gonna reproduce so yeah that uh what is that, that little ants he, he's little seen, ants he seems yeah. to be doing a little lot a lot of winning these days so yeah he won like uh i think saturday night at conway i believe yeah i believe i did see where he put that on there uh -huh. so uh 
What advice would you give somebody starting out in coon hunting? Try your best to get with somebody that is an established coon hunter. Uh, and I've had people ask me that before. I don't care if you've got $100 to spend on a dog or $100,000 to spend on a dog. Buy the very best $100 dog you can find. You know, uh, and a lot of guys, I've seen a lot of guys through the years would buy two pups. Buy one and put all your time in one. You know, a lot of people want to buy a pair of pups. I don't. I never quite understood that. Buy one and put every bit of your ounce of your time in one dog. Right. And I've done it through the years, have too many dogs. I don't, I keep, I don't ever keep more than two dogs because I'm not ever going to hunt but one at a time. And you're not doing yourself a favor having a bunch of dogs. Right, you, you can't know, hunt. A coon hunter needs two because you might come, you might go one night and you might come home with nothing but a collar. You might, right. you never know what's going to happen to it, so yeah. you need two. But, uh, but honestly, if you hunt right and hunt hard, you just got time for one dog. Right. And uh, uh, so that's what I keep. But, but you know, just do your research and 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 I like to say I'm gonna if I'm gonna go buy a pup somewhere, I'm buying it from winners. I'm not any different than anybody else. I'm gonna buy it. From proven winner, both the mama and the daddy, and the mama doesn't always have to be a winner, but she has to produce winners. Right, correct, definitely. And uh, uh, the best, the best reproducing coon dog female I ever owned was a direct daughter of House of Lipper, and her mother was a direct daughter of uh, Grand Night Champion, daughter of, of uh, Buffalo River Thunder, and that jip would you couldn't pull her ears hard enough to make her tree. <laughs> She was absolutely worthless. Wow. Except except for raising puppies. I I never bred her that I every one of them I kept were just naturals. Just absolutely naturals. Right. And I bred her every time she came in heat from the time she was a year old. And strictly a reproducer. Strictly a reproducer. She was wow. not worth I didn't even attempt to hunt her. I did a couple of times and the last time I did I had to get on the back of the four wheeler, let somebody ride drive the four wheeler and I jumped up on her jumped off the four wheeler on her to catch her. <laughs> done a little bulldogging then, huh? I've done a little bulldogging <laughs> onto the dog, so I didn't turn her loose anymore. Her oh, career, wow. her, her 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 career changed that night. I didn't do that anymore. Wow. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's genetics. You can breed to whoever you want or buy a pup from whoever. You don't get those dogs. People think, well, I want one because you don't get that dog. You yeah. get what that dog produces. Right. You know, chances are you're never going to get that dog. Right. But. uh but yeah, she was a reproducer. She was not worth two cents, but she was a reproducer. <laughs> so, what 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 do you think about the growth of the, of coon hunting over the past couple of years with the pro sport and the and the peak AC, the hundred thousand dollar hunts and all this right going on? What what do you think about I, all that? Well, it's fun. I'm not going to say it's not. I, I do. I love to read about it. I love to hear about it. I like to be around it. Uh, and obviously, it would be a barrel of monkeys to win a hundred thousand dollars. You know. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I like to see the sport get promoted and that, but I think it, the money hurts us a little bit sometimes because I don't care if me and you and three other or two other guys are competing for $10 at some point in time, somebody's going to try to cheat just a little bit when there's money involved. I agree with you there. I don't think it's near as prevalent and as, as people make it out to be. No, but, it's not. But it does go on, and you can't tell me it don't. Oh, yeah, I know I mean, it does. I promise you it does. It does, and it's happened recently. It, it does go on, but I'll tell you this. I've not hunted in a lot of them, but I've, I've either hunted, judged, or guided in big hunts, and it's some of the best run that they're they're, they're, a, lot, they're more, a lot of times more professional than a $55 PKC open hunt. Right. Oh, because yeah. I've been they, on a bunch they, of thirty dollar open hunts where you allowed to get your throat cut before you got out the woods. <laughs> I'm telling you, but you go to a pro hunt and guys are paying, you know, twelve hundred and fifty to five thousand dollars to enter, and and you're paying the judges a couple of hundred dollars every cast. By golly, they'll they'll make them toe the line. And I've I've, I've saw them and I've told people. Here's the way it's going to be. We're, I need you to tell me, tree my, strike my dog, tree my dog. And other than that, I don't need any help. I've got it figured out. That's right. You know, and those guys respect that. I've, I know there is underhanded stuff goes on. I don't care what sports you're in. Bass fishing, coon hunting, I don't care what it is. Yeah, anytime uh, money's on the line, yeah, somebody's going to figure some way out to. Uh, that's right. To, that's to right. Get, get but, one but, over but, on you. But I do think, for the most part, it's a good thing. I do. 
uh, uh, there's not a ton of coon hunters left, but the ones that are left are in it for two things, dogs or money. That's it. They're in it because they love the dogs or they're after the money. One of those. <laughs> well, half the time I hate my dog and, and I ain't never had no money, so I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm in it for. Oh, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> if I can't sell a dog and lose a couple hundred dollars, I'm not satisfied. <laughs> oh, man, that's... I think the way that, that, that Greg Maynard and, and Engel and I can't remember it's Levi Stevenson I think has got that, yeah yeah got pro that approach for it yeah I think they mm-hmm. got the best deal going right now yeah if you can afford the entry fees well it's, I see they're having some five hundred dollar entry fee hunt something nice. that regular folks like me and you if we want to rat hold money for a couple of weeks we can do that right you know and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could swing, you know, that more than I could a sixty-five hundred dollar hunt like what they're having this weekend. But well, I have to sell my truck and walk to the hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. And then so find a place to live it, when I got home for the sixty-five hundred dollars. For me to do that, yeah. Yeah. Unless I won a hundred thousand, I might as well just keep on traveling. Yeah. Well, but, that's, uh, but yeah, I mean that. They had what set up for they canceled it now but it was what the million dollar hunt mm-hmm. hunt for the million yeah. or something like yeah, that yeah it, i don't it didn't feel i guess i never yeah. i it, it went away right so but, uh, they say they're gonna do it again next year but mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't know how it's gonna go if you can get anybody interested but. we've had four of those pro sport hunts at our club at, at christ bluff and all of them have been successful i right. mean it, it, it's been good the guys have been good I've drawn out with, I've hunted with Rodeo, I've hunted with Apollo, I've hunted with a lot of them, not another eagle, you know, right. a bunch of those dogs. Uh, and they're really good dogs, but I'm telling you right now, they're really good, they're, they're dogs like anybody else's Yeah, dog. they're dogs. They're going to mess up just like just like the pot liquor I got sitting behind the barn mm-hmm. over here. The difference in those guys and their dogs, they can afford to go to those places every weekend. That's right. That's right. And I'm not knocking her dog because, like, Rodeo's a nice dog. I've hunted with Rodeo more than one time, and he's a nice dog. And he's the only UKC world champion I've ever been in the woods with. But, but he's <clears throat> he's as advertised. He's a nice he's a nice dude. He's never going to be with another dog, and he'll always have a coon. He's just your basic by yourself tree of coon coon dogs. All he is. Yep, he is. I mean, he he he's he's. I had him. I had I had Rodeo. I had not another eagle. I had Apollo, and I had Patrick Fowler's Joe Dog all on a pro sport hunt cast two years ago, and we looked at ten coons in ninety minutes, and never had enough. Never had one dog on the same tree together. Wow! Talk about your all star list there. That's that's pretty hey, impressive. Hey, you could just if you was drawing them out of a hat, close your eyes, draw a name, you'd have been fine. Hmm. And and never had a, no dog on any tree with another dog all night long, and no trouble, no nothing. Yes sir, no sir. And, and, and when the dust settled, rodeo had won. Just completely and, professional. Great, awesome. Couldn't have been no better. Wow. You'd act like we were just out here pleasure hunting. I mean, they were just as cool as cucumber. That's that's great. So, uh, what was the, what is your most memorable memorable hunt? The one that just kind of sticks with you? Like a competition hunt, or either, just a coon hunt? Either competition or just regular going coon Two. hunting after work. Two of them, I'll tell you about two of them. One of them was just a pleasure hunt. Myself, my cousin Todd, another and two other guys uh, decided we were going to camp on the refuge, the White River Refuge. And why we we're camped there, I don't know why we camped because we live 15 minutes from there and we could <laughs> sleep in our own bed. <laughs> to begin with, that wasn't smart. And it was like 20 degrees, no heat. And uh, yeah, I woke up one time at night, looked at the thermometer, and it was like, 18 in that camper oh my god yeah just stupid cold but anyway that the night that night the first night we went hunting we went uh turned the dog loose and was hunting up a, uh, one of those roads to the woods that went along the edge of the chute and we we hunted all the way to the, that road quit and turned around and hunted on that same road back and when we left the truck we got back to the truck we had 20 coon 20 singles wow never we shot one coon we had one coon in each one of those trees we made 20 trees and killed 20 coons that was as good a one-night hunt as I've ever been. I don't think I can make 20 trees in a week around here and look at 20 coons. <laughs> no, if I petted my dog too much, I could make 20 trees. I don't know, I'm not talking about looking at 20 coons. Wow. But, uh, but, and then years and years ago, the very best dog I ever owned in my life and the biggest mistake I ever made coon hunting is not keeping that dog. It was a dog called, he was a Grand Knight champion, PKC silver champion, uh, Dabs by me to Casey. Uh, 
Mr. E.R. Dad, Babe Daz, he and I were partners on that dog. And he was the finest dog I have ever walked past. So much fun to hunt during the week, just a blast, no trouble. But on Saturday nights, when you, when you pull up to hunt, they better have it buckled up because he was, it didn't make no difference where you took him. He was the real deal everywhere. Yeah. And I went to the <clears throat> Shriners Benefit PKC hunt in, uh, I think it's either Bastrop, I think it was Bastrop or Monroe, Louisiana, one of those. And it was storming, lightning, tornadoes. That I mean, it was it was awful. We shouldn't have, we had no business going out there. Right. In, nowadays they would cancel it, but we didn't. We hunted, and uh, I won that cast with like six hundred and something plus, uh, no minus. Come back, and those guys were like they just assumed we were going to split. Yeah. But I called Mr. Babe and told him what how how he done. He said you better take them back. You don't get them operating like that very often. So I'm <laughs> I, in the tornadoes now. I made them go back. And, and, and we went back and i won that cast with like 700 plus and i can't imagine how many coons he treated if the weather had been good you couldn't have here it was lightning was tornadoes thundering and carrying on wow. but yeah and, and that back in those days they had a calcutta where you like a fake auction you could yeah. buy your own dog you buy as many dogs you wanted to you right. know and i made as much money almost on the calcutta calcutta that night as i did the pkc winnings <laughs> It was crazy because there was like a hundred dogs there that night, you know, and uh, so, but that, that's the most memorable competition hunt I ever been on uh, with my own dog. And, uh, uh, he was just a machine that night. You no, know, those, those two cast. And, uh, that was the kind of deal. If you could have him in a world hunt that was, right. you could have, you know, he's that, but he was that good a dog. He's dead and gone. I can't prove it. All those that die, they get better. Yeah, the deader, the better. That's right. I've heard it all but my now, life. He was the real deal, no joke about it. The biggest mistake I ever made was selling my half of that wow. dog. I could have bought the other half. I had the opportunity to buy the other half and could have, but at that point, not that I got a lot now, I don't, but I didn't have two nickels rubbed together then. Right. Yeah. I scrambled up, scrambled up enough to buy the first half, you know, but uh, I should have bought the other half. And he that, that dog could have put me or whoever's behind him on the map. Right. If I had that dog now, I wouldn't have to work. <laughs> If you find another one like it, you call me. We'll go halves on it. I promise you I will. I'll find somebody. I'll be looking for partners if I ever find another one because he won't be cheap. There you go. Well, Barry, we have been at this about 30 minutes. Uh, yep. I know uh, Rip's probably ready to get out that pen and go tree a raccoon. Well, he, he ain't barking, but he, but he knows what time of day it is, that's right, for sure. Right. Well, I would love to have you back on here sometime if you'd all come right. back Man, on. Man, all you got to do is just say the word. I've, I've had a blast, like I say, I, I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate you letting me be part of this and how I'm, I'm just privileged and, and blessed that you asked me to do it. And, and it's been a lot of fun. We'll, we'll, anytime you get ready to talk about coon dogs for 30 minutes, then that, uh, I'm more, I'm game anytime. Well, I'll sure get you back on here for too long and, uh, we'll just shoot the bull about some coon mm -hmm. hunting. Ain't nothing better. Well, Barry, I appreciate you coming on with Thank us. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, man. Thank y'all. I sure appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Man, that was a great interview with Barry. Yeah, I want to thank Barry for coming on here. We'll definitely have him on again. He's fun to talk to. Oh, yeah. Um, wish him and Rip the best of luck in all their future endeavors. Um, Barry, if you, when you listen to this, just uh, you're more than welcome to come back on anytime you want, bud. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Jeff, I want to get into a little rant. All right, lay it on me. What makes a coon hunter a coon hunter? What do, What do you think? What makes a coon hunter a coon hunter? Well, well, it's a good question, ain't it? Yes, it is. There, there's so many possibilities of a answer, you know. So, the the guy that goes out every night hunts five, six hours a night every night, regardless whether he trees coons or not. Is he the coon hunter, or or the guy that goes out one or two hours a night? Maybe he looks at a coon, maybe don't, but he does good dog work. And it, like Mr. Roy Rogers said, ends on a good note every night. Is he the coon hunter? Is it the guy who, like you, works two jobs to provide for his family, don't get to hunt near as much as he wants to? It, I mean, you're a coon hunter. Uh, so what my opinion of a coon hunter is, is, is a person who goes out, for the love of the dogs and the love of the sport. You don't think so? You don't get an opinion no matter. Eat your cereal. That's Remy, everybody. She's over eating cereal watching us.
See, there she was. What was that? That was loud. Uh, anyway, so my opinion of a coon hunter is a man or man or woman who goes out just for the love of the hounds to mm-hmm. let the dogs work. That That's what a coon hunter is. It ain't got to be, you know, seven nights a week, six, seven hours a night, you know. Now, some dogs might need it. and Some I, dogs need more hunting than others. And I ain't going to say Crank, crank doesn't because the way he acted the other night, at that comp up there in uh, Mariana, I feel like I need to be hunting him every single night. But, you know, it's kind of like going back to our talk with uh, Mr. Roy, you know, to him it's the quality of hunt over the quantity of the hunt. Right. So if you're in thick coons, which we're not around here most of the time, we did look at six the other night, but that was definitely a fluke. Yeah, we looked at four. Well, no, that wasn't even around here. My bad. That wasn't even around here. Well, well, the other night when we had the uh, UKC hunt out of Sheridan, right? We went to my dear least where we hardly tree. We might tree one or two, right? And we treed one. Then we made another tree that had four kitten coons in it, right? You know. So I mean, you know, some dogs need hunted more than others. Uh, I should probably hunt more. But I'm not any less of a coon hunter than the man that goes out there seven nights a week and does it. Now, I'm not chasing the big money like everybody else I would like to. And if I didn't have a job to get up too early and go to every morning, I probably would hunt, you know, almost every night, long hours. But I don't feel that I need to to be a coon hunter by somebody else's standards. It's it's if you're a coon hunter, go coon hunting. Just. Don't worry about what other people think of you. If, if if somebody thinks you need to be hunting six, seven hours a night just to tree a raccoon, tell them to, you know, bug off because yeah. there's no need in it. Uh, if you want to go back, you know, to me, you know, my grandpa, yeah, he was a coon hunter. Right. But you know what? He didn't do all the – he didn't do competitions. He went out and the coons, he went – his dogs treed because, you know, his dogs – they weren't papered. They was mixed breeds. You know, there was blue ticks mixed with walkers, walkers mixed with black and tans, whatever. If it would tree a coon and it was a hound, he had it. And right. he go out, tree two or three coons, but guess what? They got knocked out, took home, clean, and put in a freezer for dinner. Right. So, you know, coon hunter, you know, you can be the have the the greatest newest tracking system, which I guess is the three hundred I they just come out with, and the twenty five X collar, and you know have the biggest brightest light, you know the brand new pickup truck, the shiniest dog box, and have the absolute worst dog in the woods. And you can have just little old headlamp walking around in knee boots with the old beep beep system or a Garmin 220 or something like that and and have a great coon dog. Yeah. You know, you're not any less of a coon hunter than anybody else. Don't don't ever let anybody, you know, talk bad about you being not being a real coon hunter because you don't go you know 5 6 7 nights a week or you know, you know, the other night we turned loose. It was probably 9 45 before we got turned loose we were done by 11 30 yeah we sat the truck and bullshitted for 30 minutes after we got done you know and we still looked at six coons which still on my lease was a fluke but still yeah. we, we looked at coons and we night. was done and within you know two hours say it was, it was a real good quality hunt good quality hunt everybody all the dogs was under a coon so we, we called it we it was it ended on a good note uh you know I'm not knocking anybody's way of coon hunting because everybody does it different. You know, even the fair weather coon hunters that that come out after deer season when it's cold and kill all the easy coons right off the road. You know, I'm not knocking them either. It's not, I don't agree with the way they do things, but it's, they're not any less of a coon hunter, I don't reckon. But, you know, it's just something that's been kind of on my mind and, and, and bothering me a little bit, I guess. So. That's, that's my rant. So I didn't mean to step on anybody's toes if I did. And if I did, rethink your way of thinking and just don't think. You're better than anybody else because, you know, you, you coon hunt more than anybody else does or 
or if your dog's better somebody's out there coon hunting they're trying just 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 give them a break and, and let them do their thing and and, and help them along the way best you can if you can help them help them if you can't just just go on about your way um that's my rant uh yeah that's that's all i got to say about all that i guess uh like i said i don't mean to step on anybody's toes i don't want to but anyway anyway jeff that's just all i had no. to say uh i don't know it just kind of bugs me sometimes the way yeah. other coon hunters treat coon hunters sometimes so there's that um I guess, Jeff, you ain't got nothing else. We're going to try to hunt some this week? Oh, yeah. I, plan on trying, I was planning on trying to go tomorrow, but. Well, I got plans tomorrow afternoon. If I get done with them in time, we'll, we'll go We'll go knock We'll go, We'll go. go knock one out tomorrow night, I think. I think it's time to knock one out. It's been a while since we knocked one out. I think the dogs need one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I might need one. Remy, you ready to go coon hunting again? That's you, cool. you can say yes. You ready to go? Okay, cool. Well, we'll That's take cool. you sometime this week. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, we'll wait. I can't go this week. I can go next week. No, we'll, okay, we'll go next yeah. week then. We'll go. We'll pencil me in your schedule. We'll, we'll we'll get together and we'll go coon hunting. I'm out of school for 90 days. 90 days. Wow. I wish I was off work for 90 days. It would but be still, nice. I miss, but still get a paycheck. I miss <laughs> being a kid. Yeah. It's just so nice being a kid. You get out for summer vacation. Yeah. Quit hitting the table. <laughs> Uh, Tyler will be out of school. Uh, he'll be up here. He can, he'll be helping me handle a dog. Um, can't wait till he gets out of school and gets up here. Uh, Jeff, I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, no. Congratulations to Brittany Lockie on yep. winning our giveaway. Uh, like I said, we'll have another one next week. I want to thank Barry for coming on this week and talking to us. Uh, Got a couple more interviews lined up. Going to try to get them knocked out this week so we can get them recorded and get them on here for y'all. Thanks to Mr. Jay Lash oh, yeah. and Lego Creek Blinds and Kennels for the additional prizes for the giveaway. Yep. Um, Jeff, nothing else, man. Y'all take a kid hunting. Oh, yeah. Take somebody new hunting. Take an old man hunting. And uh, I guess that's it. We're going hunting, y'all. All right. See y'all later. <laughs>